everybody. <laughs> everybody. Welcome back. There we go. It's good to be back. Drinking during business hours. Here we are. Is it okay. good to be back, really, Rich? It's always good to be back. Okay. All right. Well, that's it. So you're not sick of this yet? No. Are you you're kidding? hanging in. What's better than being in the basement in a room with no windows on a beautiful sunny day? I mean, I can't think of one damn thing better than There's that. There's nothing. Better I really can't. Can. You know, we got and we, and we have some wine. It's business it's, hours. It's business hours. Wine. What are we drinking? Wow, today we are drinking. You know, we're kind of been on like a little bit of a white. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a white train the past few weeks. We have. I don't know if it's so we <laughs> want spring to be here, and it's like we're drinking wines for spring, or are we just <laughs> tired of reds. I'm not really sure, but today we're drinking a Sauv Blanc. And Sauvignon Blanc, not just Sauvignon Blanc. This is from Marlboro, mm -hmm. New Zealand. Dashwood. And yeah, Dashwood yeah. Sauvignon Blanc we're drinking. I like it. I like Dashwood. It's traditional style of right. New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. And I like my Sauv Blancs from New Zealand to taste like they're from New Zealand. I like that super grapefruity right. bell pepper yeah. character on the mid palate and um i don't like when they steer away from that yeah this wine isn't you know? that highly tropical kiwi mm -hmm. you know well i do like that I, I, I do, do i get it i i get that in the nose and i dig it right. that's what i'm trying to say yeah this wine to me is just a little bit more earthy mm -hmm. than some of those typical overly tropical sablons you know yes. it's not sancerre but it has a little bit of that earth in it well, you know, that kind of reminds me of our guest this morning. <laughs> Talk about earthy, approachable. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Earthy and approachable. I'm yeah. so excited to have her. I've been kind of chasing her for a while to be on the show. And uh, a, a huge, huge talent. We have comedian actor Crystal Powell. Excellent. Crystal Welcome. Powell. Hi. Hi. Man, I'm excited to be here. Thank you. And I I just learned so much about wine in, in less than a minute. I feel like I can go. But I can taste it just before tasting it, just listening to y'all. I was like... That wine oh, tastes okay. good. Yeah. I get a little bit of the grapefruit. I get now, to bump but we're so Now you can go drop some words in front of friends <laughs> when you yeah. guys are out for dinner, you know. And because people, like, nobody ever wants to open the wine list because nobody... Now you can grab it, drop mm -hmm. some terms like grapefruit and yeah. earthy yeah. and... That's Sound like I know. Like yeah. I know what I'm That's talking the about. pretentious portion of the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. and <now. laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Or as I say, snooty snoot. Snooty snoot. Well, you guys look amazing, and you sound amazing, and I'll take the snooty <laughs> snoot wine uh, tutorials any day. Oh, awesome. So you thanks for it. having me. You got it. I, you, thanks for being here. Oh, what a huge, huge talent you are. Thank and, you. Um, I, I think I found you, because I reached out to you um, pre-COVID. I wanted, I was doing a... a a weekly show and I found you on Laugh Factory's website or Instagram a video of you crushing it really and so that and I reached out I was like she's probably not going to respond and you responded right away <laughs> like I snuck into your dms and you responded and you're like hell yeah I'll be on your show but then COVID happened and the show didn't went away and uh we just haven't been able to connect until now and so look this at is us now this and is now really exciting and and since you have been on America's Got Talent. Mm -hmm. um, you're now uh, you're you're crushing it. You're performing at the the highest profile venues across the country. Uh, you're in magic. You're hosting Magic Mike. Yeah, 
And uh, yeah, so where? So and you're from Texas, right? I'm from Texas, originally from Texas. I've been out in Los Angeles, back and forth, you know, with the hustle and bustle, you know, for almost 13 years. But oh, you're doing the back and forth thing. Well, no, I'm <clears> saying like there was one time there I wasn't here consecutively for 13 years. I got mm. married, then I moved back, uh, and then I came back. So you with know, the husband? Uh, no, without <laughs> the husband, that's a whole nother. <clears throat> yeah. You know, that's a whole nother topic. All we right. need tequila, it, not wine, if it, we're gonna it, get it into happens. that. It happens. <laughs> I I have one of those too. Yeah, so um, it's good it's, content, but you know, it, it after is. you heal, but yeah, um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm happy. Um, I remember the the show, and she didn't chase me, guys. She didn't. Did. She's just a sweetheart herself, and I very did. hilarious. And you're approachable, and and then this oh. smile, like who says no to her? Like you just can't. So, oh. so Rich, you're in, oh. in for oh, a bunch of yeah. trouble. <laughs> you are. So, so yeah, nice. and so nice. It was crazy with COVID because I'll never forget um, America's Got Talent. It was Friday the 13th, Ooh. March 20th, and that mm-hmm. was the day that I was performing. Wow. And they took the whole audience out. Um, I was supposed to perform that morning at 10 a.m. My I ended up going all the way till midnight because we were going. We weren't going. We were going. We weren't wow. going. So you know as a comedian, my nerves were in oh, my yeah. fallopian tubes Oof. by then. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I hate when that I'm trying to so, give birth. The yeah. nerves that was, are in the way. Wow. Nothing I mean, comes out. But, but to really you know, just dissect the enormity of what you just said because that was the week. It was March Mm-hmm. The week of the, like March twentieth, basically. Yeah, 19th, I think. Uh-huh, that, it that was. was the week of the quarantine. That's right. when it shut down. So mandated- I barely. And I, I was on that season with uh, Michael Yo, and I remember okay. being so afraid because he had it, and me and him were the comedians on the show, so we're just chummy, chummy, chummy. And oh. I look up on IG, and he's in an ambulance, and I just went. He was one of the first. He to was get one it. of the first to get it. Yeah. So I was so so paranoid, but. I feel like at first I felt like my America's Got Talent moment got robbed because I made it to the second round. You did. You were great. I thank saw you. It. Thank you. Thank really you. Wonderful. But the there camera was... loves you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. But I had no place to perform. I didn't have a yard. I didn't have a garage. Had I known, not to say that wasn't the reason, but I'm pretty sure if I'd have been able to get on stage, I'd have been able to go to the second round because they just put us all on Zoom, and oh. they said, okay. Sorry, you're not making it to the next round. And I'll never forget, I spoke, I was crushed. I was like, wait, why? And we're filming. I was like, why? I was like, why am I not going to the next round? You didn't even see me perform. And they were like, um, well, we're sorry. And I just could not accept that That's to the not point. An yeah. yeah. So much to where that night I was having a pity party. I dropped my friends off. I was coming home, and when I go into my garage underground, my phone service dies. So someone's calling me private, but I'm pissed off because I'm like, my phone's not working. They're calling me private. Who is this? So I pick up in the most aggressive, pouty way. Mm. Hello. Mm-hmm. And it was this like, excuse me. I'm sorry. Is Crystal Powell available? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> and I was like, it's midnight, so it ain't a bill collector. Right. And it's Simon Cowell. Ooh. Nice. And he said... I loved you when you walked on stage. He goes, but I loved you even more when you stood up for yourself. He said, I don't know what your future is. He said, but keep going. He was like, because you, you have it. And that made it, yeah, and that made it, I mean, I couldn't, I was like, is this, is it punking, somebody punking me? But yeah, <laughs> I mean, and so, because so after that, I was like, man, COVID robbed me of that. But right yes. after that, I got on tour with Vivica Fox, okay. and we actually toured 
the states that didn't think COVID was real yeah. and were selling out venues. And I don't understand it, but it was happening. There were it, quite a few of those yes. states. Yeah. 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 I mean, selling out like five, six shows a weekend and they were there and we were just like, this is insane. But we were happy to be able to get I the work. I love Vivica. I've worked with her in the past. <laughs> Yeah, she's great, great people. Yeah, she's amazing. And so was she doing comedy though? How did she how, was hosting? Was it? So okay. and, and as okay. we pro you know, as we went along, you know, she was starting, you know, because she's she's Vivica. So she's right. great and amazing. Vivacious. And just her being around mm-hmm. us, she was already getting her rhythm. So she yeah. never actually went out there to try to portray to be a comedian. Right. She just was Vivica Fox. Yeah. And and it worked. And when wow. I tell you, like I can remember the first time we were hanging out with her, and when I tell you down to earth. What do you need? Mm-hmm. Let me show you what I can teach you. This is how you're supposed to be treated. This is what you're supposed to receive. This is what you're not supposed to accept. And we were just like, and I'll never forget, we were in a in a um, club, and I was like, where's the ladies' room? And they were like, over there. And someone stood up immediately and walked me to the bathroom, and I was like, oh, man. Oh, they were walking you to the bathroom. This Ooh, feels great. Like, nice. it, she just showed us how... On top of the hard work, but she's just showed us how to be treated. Don't you let know, anybody to, take advantage. And to know your worth. Yes. Just to know your worth. And then yes. right into that, you know, um, I had, it's crazy. I had a big audition right before Magic Mike in one of the, um, I, you know me, I talk about female parts. I'm a woman, yeah, you know, yeah, man. I and I'm comedy. a seasoned woman. Yeah. So, I'm you know, a man, I talk <laughs> about female parts. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, absolutely. And, hold back. You know that, you know when you have those moments when you crush... Yes. And you know when you crush, you, know. you can feel yeah. it in your... The laughs are the laughs. The laughs are... You can't do anything That's about it. the laughs. Right. And that was one of those moments. And I got... Yeah, people don't want to hear about lady parts anymore. And I mean, you know, I, I still cry on certain jobs when I feel like, you know, it's hard for me to audition and throw it away until i see it on tv i'm still be thinking man i wonder if they gonna make a decision yet. you know i um have have a similar i i do similar bits about lady parts and the thing is we're ladies yeah and you talk about what you know you talk about your truth and it really quite frankly pisses me off yeah that people can't handle that and people, turn, you know, just kind of shudder and don't want to hear it and yeah. block it out. It's like, this is reality. This is our truth. And the jokes are funny. Because like they're real and yeah, they're relatable. Exactly. But you, like Rich just said, he talks about them all the time. Like, yeah. if you look at it, <laughs> men, I don't know yes. what it is. It, it kills me to hear a man talk about a woman's time in the month. Sir, you you have no idea, and you wouldn't be able to handle it. And if you did, you wouldn't want to talk about it. <laughs> right? Like they can't even handle hearing about yeah, it. They let can't. Alone, okay, okay, yeah, they can't. Yeah. So it it just, I I wonder. So when you say any that people don't want to talk, hear about lady parts anymore, I thought maybe it was getting better. Do you think it's getting worse? I think it's 50-50. I think people, just because that, that goes into with Magic Mike, I had no idea it was so many pearl clutchers out there. Mm. Um, so I think it's 50-50 because I think there's always going to be people that are cool with things and mind the business that pays them. And then you're going to have the people over there that just no matter what someone does, what they say, what they look like, what they wear, what they third eyelash from the left does. Right. They're going to have something to say. There's people who look for fault. I mean. That's where they're comfortable. Because yeah. they've been faulted. So. Oh. They. That's a 
behavior that's difficult to escape. So mm-hmm. if you're a person who was raised constantly being mm-hmm. chastised and constantly being put down, you're going to be a person who does that. Yeah. And just not everyone can like you. And it took me a long time to wrap my head around that. And not be offended by it. Because, yes. see, I'm a people pleaser. So when someone doesn't like me, I'm like, well, what did I do wrong? Why don't you like me? And it's not about that. It's just like, not baby, everyone. everybody don't. It's so many people in the world. So right. it's okay to just, we have our own village. That's and it. that's what we took me the longest to realize and capture is when you do find that village of people that are great people. Yeah. No matter if you agree to disagree sometimes because that's healthy. It's just sure. depending on how you do it. You stick with it because that's what it's about at the end of the day. But, yeah, it's still. I think it's 50-50. And, you know, I think that people are still just going to do those things and, you know, just to have something to say. And I was so crushed and just thinking like, wow, I can't be myself. I got to change who I am mm. and what I want to talk about mm. and the things that I want to do if I want to branch into this, you know, into this universal, world, yeah, yeah, into this universal, yeah. And then Ugh. right after that, I got Magic Mike where I can just Look truly be myself. Like women want to hear about menopause. They want to hear about, you know. a female-dominated audience, right? It's about the women. Oh, it's it. about love the women. It. And so, you know, as a woman who's, you know, going through a divorce, you know, and, and being older in Hollywood and mm-hmm, being told mm-hmm. that you can't dare say it, you mm-hmm. know, this was the perfect escape for me. I was like, you know what? Let's go. Not and you know the the consecutive work don't don't hurt. No, <laughs> but, it does yeah. not. No, no, looking at abs that remind me of, of a slab of hey, ribs don't hurt. So yeah, you know, day at the office. Uh, hey, it could be way worse. So to to sum it up, I'm truly truly blessed. Oh, I'm I'm, well, I'm you happy. It. And um, you're a hustler. Yeah, you work hard. I was saying it this morning. I had to. I got in yesterday because I was in I did two back to backs on Carnival and I wow. got in yesterday but then a friend of mine shout out to Taja V. Simpson and they just did Lola too so nice. I went to the premiere and then nice. I had to have a um, audition in by this morning because they gave self-tape. me an extension yep Aww. so I got up at 4 a.m. did my self tape and then of course I started watching Homeland because I'm a binger and so <laughs> I love that show I just started oh it's fantastic I'm on season five I had no idea like I find a show and then, like, I couldn't wait for us to land at LAX so I could finish. <laughs> I was like, ooh, good. So We're going to taxi for at least 30 minutes. I can finish this. I get, th- I get that way. With, so I like to watch TV. But when I find a show like, you know, Homeland, I glue. just can't stop. I'm finishing. I get yeah. TV five is episodes, good TV. six episodes in In one afternoon. sitting, yeah. Yes. I mean, why not? And, hey, manifest it. You might end up on the damn thing. There you I mean, go. Is it still going? Is Homeland still going? No. Oh, okay. But she was great. You'll be, I think yeah. it's one of the best things Claire has ever oh, done. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I, the, the, the way you're going, your trajectory currently, you're, yeah, you're going to, I mean, I if that, that, I mean, is that Thank the you. goal? Like, do you want to yes. be on like television? Like, yeah. like single cam comedy? Or, yes, I would love yeah, to be. I yeah, I see that. I, I would love it. And you know, yeah. I'll be the first to admit to you, I'm the person like, I've worked the muscle of my comedy and and the stage because that's, you know, my social media presence isn't, you know, 
And I've re- I've not received jobs because mm-hmm. I don't have a huge fo- I don't have millions of followers. I don't have thousands of followers. You, quality, you know what I mean? Right. You're a quality. They would, they would call this is so annoying. They would call you a micro influencer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the micro. Because you're all verified. We need yeah, and you have no. You got a nice yeah. following going. But you know, I will admit that you know I've I'm there. I've the 10,000 hours, you know, how we, we say about that. And I feel mm-hmm. like you're yeah. always putting into that 10,000 hours. So that doesn't even, we, we should say 100,000 10, hours. Yeah, absolutely. But with acting, like, I'm the person that when I'm saying my lines and my person is talking back to me, like, I'm like, what is my face doing? Or am I, should I, would I? Oh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. We you know what I mean? Get out of that space. <laughs> I know, but you kind of, you know. But hey, when I look at my at, at the tape back and I'm making these, like I look like I'm constipated. It's like you know I do probably need to tweak that. Yeah, I, I said it this morning. I was like, why is my face frowning? Why am I mad? Who are you mad at? Like, so that's that's the end goal. I would love to you know do um, a comedy. I do a lot of writing. I'm pitching shows right now as Wonderful. we speak. Um, but Wonderful. I just so I you're lo- creating it for you're not yes. waiting it for it to come to you. Yeah, you're creating Can't do it. That. No, yeah. I cannot because if we wait for Hollywood to call us, you know, women, you know, yeah, I'm sorry, so but it's it is what it is. You know, Absolutely. then being a black woman, like I'll be waiting all day. I do have I worked with I did a collab with um, Maverick Movies, so I did nice. a show of my own called Soulful and Funny. It's coming out in six months. <gasps> I mean, Fantastic. in June. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. So. One thing about it, and as we spoke, like, about my comedy show that I have monthly, like, I'm not making the money yet, Firm. Right. Um, <clears throat> that where I can just be cool, but I am making enough that I can continue to invest in myself and not waiting on those calls. Like, you're, I'm, I might not see anything because I'm putting it all back into myself Course, right now. Which and is just, what we're supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, That's what so. we're supposed to do. And so uh, as of her right now, I'm still renting in Los Angeles. But hey, and, <laughs> life but, hey, is good. I nice had coffee this morning and wine. And that you're smells in a very good. nice That's neighborhood. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, and I tell you, a lot of people, what you just described, it depends. It's all in the eyes of the beholder because to some, that's already making it. You're mm-hmm. making a living off being a creative you don't have, you know, a day job. You don't have, you know, so to many, yeah. congratulations. Thank you. Well, yeah, me, that yeah. Makes, that's, that, you've made it. Yeah. So now it's just about increasing. That's my note today on, on IG. I was like, because this morning I was like, I'm sleepy. And then I was like, you prayed for moments like this. Mm-hmm. So get up and get to it. And, you know, this this very moment right now, like your podcast, congratulations, guys. Thank this you. is amazing it's finally it's, getting it's amazing and not to mention yes. the wine tastes good it smells good it hit my nose before i hit my palate I said, oh this is what real wine's supposed to do oh my goodness yeah. so you know we get the good box we try you, do, you got a real good box yeah your box got two openers That's yeah dual no, but you know it's but it's it's true what you're saying and what you just said sarah you know i i have been doing stand-up for a long long time and before pandemic like I was lucky, you know, I started young and I was on the road 35, 40 weeks a year Mm. for a long, long, long time. And I didn't get rich doing it, but it, I got to take care of myself. Yeah. You were a road comic. I was was a road act for a long, Mm -hmm. long time, you know, but that's, you know, was a a privilege. Yeah. And even though I want to act and studied acting with Stella Adler and lived in Mm. my car because I couldn't afford an apartment in acting class and all of that stuff. I still felt successful Mm -hmm. in the entertainment industry because I was working 
as a comedian. And even though I wasn't acting to make my money, I was still making my money without having to clock in and put an apron on and take mm-hmm. somebody's order. Yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're just... Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm super blessed and grateful. Like that's my whole deal daily. I try to, whether it's my, this wine, my, my coffee that I had this morning, my, my rental car, I just try my best to show gratitude because you guys know you're artists, you're comedians, you have this wonderful podcast. Like we get to do this on a daily basis and we're, we're surviving and maintaining on top of this life thing that's going on behind us. So to be able to even try to remotely keep ourselves happy, entertain the world while all that smoke and madness mm-hmm. is going on behind <laughs> us. It's like we're smiling right now and talking, but the behind us is oh, a huge cloud. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a huge cloud no. right. and yes. lightning and, and missiles oh, and tanks and, this, and, and children. To, oh, oh, yeah. The, the oh, people my who God, get up at the four guns and the... Right. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Everything happened. Yes, yes. Just think about the, how many people <laughs> the world get up every is in day at total 4 turmoil. Who have to go someplace they don't want to be? They going, hate. Yeah. That they hate. You know. So yeah. we're lucky. We're I, very I, lucky. I, we're very I think lucky. you know the connectivity also at this table is we're all of us are seeking because all of our needs are met. Mm-hmm. We we've declared all of our needs are met, but what we're seeking is an extraordinary life. Yes. Yeah. We're seeking and, and, and so, so it's so it's just I like important. It. It's giving me goodbye. Yes. 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 We're seeking it. So and and you know, I believe it can happen, you yeah. know, with, with hard work and being good. Like I just wanna like be good along the way. I yes. just wanna be a good it's, it's like lawyers. There's good, lawyers you know. who who, you know, they get up, they practice every day, they help their clients, whatever, but every lawyer I know is looking for that one Big Everyone case. wants that, you know. Yeah. They want that one big it's case. It's good to have a goal. It's yeah, good. it is. As long as we don't get lost along the way, and I'll yes. just continue to revert back to that saying, because I have to remind myself, and I tell people a lot of times, that when I'm speaking out loud, I'm mainly speaking to myself, and it's just, just to always remember the moments that I'm in right now, these are the moments I used to pray for. I can remember way back in the day, look at me saying way back in the day, not like that, <laughs> but I can remember when I first started and I would go on the road or I would just go to the improv just to be a spectator in the back and they would list out the comics credits and I could just, I remember so plain as day like it was this morning saying, man, I can't wait to just have one credit for them to right. say behind mine. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, and then oh, I yeah. caught myself the other day. This guy was like, you want me to say that? I was like, no, I don't even worry about that. Just bring me up. You and I was so like, Crystal, credits. stop it. You have so many credits so, now. You know, but, and the, but I just don't ever want to get to a point to where is I take anything for granted. Mm-hmm. Even that with jobs. Like, I'm still the comic that will... You know, I'll take a job for whatever it is because I'm, for one, I love to do what I do. I love how I feel when I finish. I love talking to, even if it's just one person after the show that says, man, I've been going through it, but this was it. Thank you. That makes the whole show worthwhile. Doesn't matter. If one person says, look. Just one. Just one. One person. Just one. That's it. It could be a janky promoter over there that you know going to try to take you to back and be like, look, because so with the show, uh, (laughs) but it's none of that's going to matter if you have that one person from the audience that you connect with. And that's what you said, Sarah, that, you know, connecting and and it's all worth it. 
Whitney yeah. Cummings once said, actually, she says it repeatedly, and she gets a lot of criticism. Talk about not everyone can like you. I mean, people, she gets a lot of Her hate. and tell, yeah. And she is, she is a hard worker, regardless of, you know, if you agree with her comedy or, or not. She's a mm-hmm. worker bee. Yeah. And she says, and I found it really quite profound, you only need one million fans. And when you think about it, it's not that much. Like, if, if you get on a show for example, mm-hmm. right? If you keep doing, like, continuing on this this road that you're on, mm-hmm. a million fans is quite tangible. And if you have a million fans, you will always be okay. Well, you, will that, make a, you will make a living. You will have, you know, you'll have right. the book deals. You'll have the... I like that. You'll, you'll have the heat. Mm-hmm. You'll have ongoing heat if you can maintain one million. Well, that and means you only need to get half the comedians in Los Angeles to <laughs> like you. Yeah. But I think, but, but see, yes. going, but you, and, <laughs> so true. That's yes, great. that was good. <laughs> so let's work on that. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to start tonight. Yeah, yeah you got I, I me, Crystal. Oh, yeah, got me. Yeah. Tonight's Tuesday, how, so there'll be, two mi- there'll be two million people outside the Laugh Factory yes. waiting to sign up. But when so you, if you can get half of them to like you. I'm there. But when you put it in perspective, it's quite tangible, especially you're being you're on the road now. Mm-hmm. You know, you're coming off all these tours that were really with a lot of heat. Mm-hmm. You probably have that. You may even already have it. You know? you know, but I think my demographic, you know, I think my different demographic, they they could care less about, you know, social media. And I have to work on, too, mm-hmm. because I watch some of these younger comics and they make it a point. The top of the show at the bottom of the show, they're, you know, spitting out their social media. Right. I'm trying to make sure I'm getting all my jokes in. I will. Man, I forgot to tell them. But then at the end, you get your manager that's like, you didn't say nothing about your social media. And I'm like, Gosh, you know what Dan, I mean? I know. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I do. <laughs> so, but I. I, I'm, I think with our demographic, I'm saying our, my demographic, I feel like, you know, they know about it, but they don't like they, they, I'm the Facebook era. I hate to say it. I'm, I'm aging myself over no, here, no, but no. Really? Yeah. I'm, MySpace. I'm still trying to get people to, to, to sign up for my MySpace. Is that wrong? <laughs> he hasn't converted. Yet. <laughs> Is that wrong? I don't want to yeah. say I'm old. But let's, let's not make him feel badly. <laughs> okay, honey, you keep going for no. it. <laughs> no, but I mean, when I first started comedy, my biggest issue and what I really wanted to work on was being funny on stage. Right. That's being that's what it, funny the job. on you would stage. Think that I think, would be. You know, and I used to before trying to get into the social media era. I used to kind of bag it like, whew, you know. You can be funny if you edit it. And that was mm. ignorant, you know, mm. because those people, they put in work, like doing those yeah. sketches and being on social media yes. and st- waking up from the moment you wake oh, up thinking, yeah. okay, I have to get this content out every day because we all know everything is about consistency. It is. So I don't knock what they do anymore. And when Not I first started, I was like, I mean, I could be funny if I edit it, you know, da da da. The yeah. funny is yeah. the stage. Right. That's the real right. stuff. It's nah, easy to hate it, on. It, you know the what I mean? And the exactly. TikTokers. But once I started trying it, I was like, this is hard. This is and it's this sketch is hard. comedy. Yeah. It's sketch hard. comedy. You got to think time of that. It's very frustrating. And it's addictive because one thing about it, like we get the live rush of the people when we're there, mm-hmm. we're connecting with right. them. These people, they could. They 
they look constantly. I don't know if you've ever hung out with a YouTuber or a, a true, ha- true. Had them on and the they show. just, they check, they, can. they check their all phones day. all day. All They're day. All day. And day. truly, truly devastated if they don't have a certain amount of By peop- noon. Yes. I, I heard somebody once say, oh man, this thing only got 175,000 looks. Hmm. I'm like that's like me saying, man, I only want one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. I'm gonna cartwheel yeah. down sunset, <laughs> probably topless. <laughs> right? Of I'm never gonna. I don't care if I got a million bucks in the bank. I'm still gonna get excited about one hundred and seventy five thousand. Right. And I just think that's. Do I? Do I'm excited I, over ten bucks. Man, what? <laughs> <laughs> I get but excited I, that I, when. I think, yeah. When I can buy myself some Funyuns, when I, when I to me living is when I if I want to go someplace I can go if I want to grab me some food because you, you know as hard I can grab some bills food are paid. bills are around the twenty seventh twenty eighth I don't start breaking out in hives right. like uh oh right must be the first coming around here that's living to me and then I get to do it what I love. And then but, there's yeah, living large, right, right? And then there's living large. And but then see, there's you know what? Money. <laughs> there's living large. She can get funyuns. You can get one of the two greatest crackers ever next to bugles. Funyuns are about the best thing you ever put in a bag in my the best. I'm, I'm not kidding. Funyuns and bugles. And if you're really smart, you get one of each. You put them together, and then you get funyuny bugles. Oh, that's I've a whole. I've never seen them together. Oh, they don't move them. To, you got to put them together. the way together. you're describing this. But I'm a funyun bugle fantasy. girl. They, yeah, because I, yeah, I just found some ranch bugles the other day. I was oh, like, damn. Yeah. My friend was just telling me, Danny, my friend was just telling me about ranch yeah, bugles. Yeah, they got ranch bugles now. I was like, when did they start with ranch bugles? I, didn't see I have no to try this. Right, because <laughs> I, I like out. bugles. Yeah. Yeah. But they right. will. I don't know what it is about a bugle. Have you ever kind of got that air caught? Like it's it's like a. It has a sharp point. They're yeah. dangerous. Yeah, they look bugles, dangerous. Bugles are dangerous. Yeah, yeah. yeah they thoroughly chew. Yeah, everybody yes. thoroughly chew. You can get yes. um So, uh, but you you don't cut corners, Crystal. Like you're. I think it's good that you're focused on the jokes. I think it's good that you're focused on quality and uh, because ultimately that's going to maintain and grow. Mm. The, uh, you you want to be reliably funny, which you are. You're not, you know, like a an influencer that's going up and bombing, which we've seen. Yes, you know that that's that's the only problem with those with yeah. the influ- And I respect what they do, but you can't just do stand up because yeah. you're an influencer. No, that's and, it. and you can't you know? be an influencer because you do stand up. They're two very vastly they different. Are. Two yes. totally. But yes. I blame that on the clubs. I blame it on yes. the clubs because they want butts and seats, and right. I get it. But don't get up there and be like, "Oh my goodness, I don't know what happened. Why is why is he not having more than ten minutes?" And I'm like, "Because he's not a stand-up he's not comedian. a stand-up comedian. You just wanted his following, right?" And this is the thing: when people have fans, your fans will, your true fans will follow you anywhere. They will. Right. So now they've learned we can go to the comedy club. Mm-hmm. Who did I just see there at a comedy club? It was a lady, and I was like, "What?" What is she doing here? Oh my goodness! I wish I could remember. But she had a bunch of TikTok but, followers, and she was at the Improv for five shows. And I just wanted to know what it is. I know who at it Melrose? is. You don't have to say any names. No, yeah, no, it wasn't here. And it, like, I have to find. It wasn't Melrose. It was on a, on the road, and they had a full weekend. And she is not a comedian at all. I mean, no form, shapes. Like, it's not even like. She's not funny. Right. <laughs> like, oh boy. So it's kind of like, what did you do, a Q&A? And I've gone. I'm that mm. person that when I see someone 
that's at an improv or like one of our stages that yeah, we hold, right. yeah. you know, up well, here. We have to, we yeah. have to figure out what's, you what's go the formula see, Yeah, here. let me go see. And I've yeah. gone in to see, and it truly, this one particular person was doing a Q&A, like had people ah. lined up in the aisles and had a microphone on both sides. That's annoying. Man, I couldn't sit in there. I was like, but you know. It's not stand up. That's annoying. But they were, they had the improv for the weekend. You could have given that to, uh, um, like you said, it's 500,000 comedians that you could have so given annoying. that weekend to. So I don't blame it. I tell everybody, get your money, get your experience, whatever it floats your boat. Yeah. But, you know, she could have done that at a theater somewhere. <laughs> Do it at a you theater. Know? But yeah, like I said, it's the, it's the club's comics. fault. Yeah. Agreed. Mm. It's Agreed. the club's. So Agreed. speaking of clubs, so you have a great monthly show at Ha Ha Club. Yes. Um, which is um, located in North Hollywood. On Lancashire. Yeah. On Lancashire. Mm-hmm. Um, staple club. Um, uh, great room. Uh, so talk about, and what is it called? It's Crystal's Comedy Corner. Okay. And it started out in Houston. And right now, since I am on the road with Magic Mike, I'm doing it monthly here in LA just to make sure because you guys know you gotta know keep it going. you got to keep it going you got to keep your name in the streets you got to right. keep people saying you know you yes. got to keep it going yes and it's Relevance. easy to get lost or they don't save your place in line you work yeah. up to this point you go on the road you get back you're like hey mm-hmm. they're like giving no, you that sorry. squint yeah <laughs> you haven't been here for two weeks yeah exactly so um while I'm on the road with Magic Mike like um so now when we're going to Dallas I'll do the Addison Improv because our first one there is June 20th wonderful but he here in LA, it's at Haha North Hollywood, and okay. I try to do it monthly to just so keep it going. Great. Is yeah. it um, a certain day of the month? It's um, on Tuesdays. I usually try to keep it at the beginning of the month, Tuesdays, because I'm Wednesday through Sunday with Magic Mike. So Sunday, Monday, and Tuesdays are my dark days. Now, what Magic Mike, because we were talking about this before we went on stage, and we all know somebody who's doing mm-hmm. a, a Magic Mike uh-huh. in Vegas. Where yeah. are you? I'm the North American tour. So we toured the city. So we started out on the country. We started out in Miami. We did five months in Miami. Now we're moving to um, our next city. We'll do Dallas. And we're on a 10-city tour. And you come in L.A., I'm guessing, Pantages at some point? No, I would love to come to L.A. I've been asking that since I got started. But because we're so close to Vegas, that'll never happen. So that dream, yeah. So Vegas, yeah, Vegas is as close. And so all you guys out there on the West Coast, Go see Jacqueline and um, those guys and Blair and yeah. Davis over there Great and um, comedians yeah, and you just joined the force and it looks and I'm I'm, I'm having a blast. I, I love the video content that you're posting. On, Thank you on your Insta and you're killing it <laughs> on stage with all the ripped guy naked half naked men and you're oh, just like yeah, I, I, you look so comfortable. I just got cast in a stripper show <laughs> called Tragic Mike. <laughs> Tragic Mike. Yeah. yeah, nothing magic about this particular. Well, cast. these guys oh. are magical and the biggest. You know, misconception about the show is um, because when I found out about it, it was crazy. I almost overlooked it. I was like, and he was like, look at it. And then I went to Vegas to see it. I was like, well, let me go see what this is about. And I was blown away. Yeah, I was blown away because these are truly, truly trained professional dancers. I mean, Mm -hmm. everything from ballet. Like you just think, oh, yeah, hip hop. Yeah, no, these are ballet dancers. We've got aerolists. These guys are are absolutely amazing and 
Not to mention they are not hard on the eyes, you know. Exactly. You know, pretty. That's I feel so bad fun. though because I'm the host and I'll walk in with the cupcake and they'll just <laughs> <laughs> well, look when at me. The, when, when are they going to make one for us called Magic Michelle? Can we see that, please? Magic. Oh, Michelle. you guys have had years of that. Let us our time now, ladies. Just give yeah. us one little yes, sliver please. of a something. Can't will you please? Y'all have had it from back in the day before you even had real cameras. It was somebody behind the curtain in the back. Exactly. Well, I would. Love to see you in action. I so, would love um, for you guys when, to when come. When is your next Magic Mike in Vegas? Uh, they're actually every week. They're okay. Magic, Magic Mike okay. in Vegas. They're the same schedule Wednesday through Sunday night. Okay, uh, one show on Wednesday night, one show Thursday night, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, two shows. Saturday night, three shows. Right. Back okay. to Sunday, two shows. Wow, um, and so then it's like working a Vegas comedy club. Exactly. We used to have to do eleven shows when the Improv was at the Riviera. Wow. You would go in and you would literally do five days and it was like, uh, or four days and it was like 12 shows, three Friday, three Saturday. Wow. Two Thursday, yeah, two Wednesday, two Thursday, three Friday, three Saturday, two Sunday. Mm -hmm. But they were shorter shows, like the feature act would do 20 minutes, the headliner would do 35. Okay. You know. Wow. Yeah. I never knew that. They beat you up. Well, it's a beat up, but I look at it bones. as a boot camp. Like that's yeah. what I look at the cruises as. I'm like, you know what? Oh, this is my yes. what. I shout out to you know Carnival and Norwegian. Those I, are the I, only two that I've worked, and but I will tell you that's how I got super super strong because it was back to back, and I did not want to be the comedian because we all know cruise ships are floating hotels. Right. So on that first night, if you're funny. They're following you every night. And I did not want to be the comedian because on my very first assignment, I worked with a guy that fibbed because they'll ask you, do you have, how much time do you have? And you know everybody always say, oh, yeah, I got it, I got it. They think they can pull it out of their ass They never used to, but now everybody thinks they can do a freaking hour. I can put a monkey on stage for an hour and watch (laughs) him talk. Doesn't mean he's funny. Yeah. So... I watched someone feel about saying that they had more time than they did. And that very first night, well, that very first assignment, people were saying, we heard that already. Change it up. And this is on a cruise ship. And then you can't run from them. If we bomb... On sunset over there. Yeah, we're not going to see him at breakfast the next morning. (laughs) Yeah, but on that cruise ship. So I've done more writing in the last year Mm. while I was doing cruise ships because I just wanted to continue. And we would have anywhere from five to eight shows on an assignment, and that's how I. So I tell people all the time, it's a little boot camp. And, and so you know, it's a way for you to work out some material oh, yeah. and for oh, comics yeah. that haven't been able to get on the road yet, mm-hmm. go do it mm-hmm. because it's your biggest corporate job that you're going to get as a comedian that's consecutive. I hear that that is the way to go for comics, that that's really I, kind of like in the old days you avoided cruise ships. Yeah, you were called a now, boat act. But now really? it's the no, thing to do. Yeah, it was you never, ever wanted to get on the cruise ships. If you got on the cruise ships back, I hate to say back in the day, but in like... I started in 1986, mm-hmm. and I was on the That's road. back in the day. And I was on the road. <laughs> the boom hadn't even peaked yet. She can say that. Okay. I, got in, I got in in the middle of the comedy boom, mm-hmm. and that was 1986. I was on the road full-time by 1988, doing mm-hmm. 40 weeks a year. Wow. And at that time, all through the 80s and 90s, like, you never wanted to get on a cruise ship, ever. Otherwise, you were called a boat act, and that means you were the hackiest of hack, hacks, hacks. Mm-hmm. Nothing bigger. Yeah. No worse hack than a guy on a cruise ship. Now, 
it's totally different. Because I say you can do more. You can actually have a real set. Well, it also used to be that you could not ever work dirty on a cruise ship. Now that's changed where yeah. they want you to have oh. dirty and, and clean. clean. Yeah. And I've got friends now, guys I've known for years. That are out there. That are like out there. They're like, I'm never doing another club again. Are you kidding They're me? Just doing the money's twice as good. They pay for my transportation. I don't come out of pocket to eat. Yeah. It's a paid vacation. Every single week I get to see a different part of the world. Yeah. And I'm playing to full houses of, you know, hundred thousand. Yeah. I'm never doing a comedy club yeah. again. Like I've heard this from a lot of my friends that are as out. As of late. Yeah. 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 My black ass was in Iceland. I said, no, if I'm in Iceland and Scotland, like <laughs> we're talking about doing a uh, duo. You should. And there's no husband and wife or couple teams doing stand up on the cruise. And you would we save told. on the. Um, on exactly. Yeah. And yeah. They would like to have you because it's only yeah. one cabin. If nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it will work because they have duo um, in the um, magic apps. And music. Ah, yep. And ah, music. So right. I had something. I'm telling you, I was looking forward to While we're on hi hiatus right now with the magic mic, I'm telling you because. I have five weeks because we have our own venue. So when we finish in one city, we pack it all up and then we move it to the next. And in between that time, we're on hiatus. And I was like, I'm not going to go and try to sublet a place because I let my place go in L.A. Because I re I hate it. Even when I was doing cruise ships, I was counting the days. I was home seven days, ten days out of the month, and I'm, and I'm and I'm and you know L.A. is full full rent. Yeah, and your uh, your neighborhood is expensive. Yes. So yeah. I gave it up. So like. I was like, I was looking forward to, even after Magic Mike, our, we have a full-on hour-and-a-half production, and as the MC, like, I'm here, I'm there. Like, I turn my, I, I hate that I'm admitting this now, I cheat with my friends because I turn my activity on as a workout when the show starts because right. I am running. Uh, I would, it looks really yeah. rigorous. It is. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I've lost weight. I'm, yeah. You look really cute, actually. Thank yeah, you. I'm having, yeah, you are adorable. Yeah, I'm oh having a gosh, good time. but. <laughs> But wearing a cute vintage T-shirt, I know, right? And you see my little, my little black daddy boob, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so oh, adorable, and the, the tint in your glasses, like you look cool. Thank it's you, Be Betty Bebop. Cool to be my there friend. we go, Betty Bebop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm just thrilled for your success. Thank and you. You deserve yeah. it. I mean, you. I saw you crescendo of all times during the quarantine. That a lot of entertainers can say that. Yeah. You know. So, um, and it's just hard work. And, yeah. and being focused and having confidence in yourself and knowing, you know, just to stick, you know, just if, if you just stay just knowing that you got it and don't quit, mm -hmm. you know, and that's, that, that's what I'm watching from you as a Yay. bystander and, <laughs> and you're just getting funnier and funnier. Not that you weren't, but I mean, yeah, you're, and it's yeah. that muscle. It's just, it's that confidence it and don't get me wrong. I don't want anyone listening to this to think that there aren't days that I wake up with doubt, with fear. I'm learning, too, that the most things that scare me, the things that scare me the most, usually have the best outcome if I can just right. push through and get to the other side. So you can be fearful and confident at the same time. You sure. know, like a lot of people feel like, oh, if I'm confident that she's confident, then she doesn't have any doubtful days. Wrong. That <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Oh, boy. 
you are not alone right. people we are of all course. there we're just trying to track through this mud as, as best as we can and like you said something that just stuck out to me earlier it's just about being a good person and being good just and be I good. Like, just be good it yeah. feels better like I, I'm feeling warm just you saying it like just uh-huh. just try your best to be good and my yeah. mom used to say this to me all the time if you ain't got nothing good to say or nothing nice to say just don't say nothing at all right. or do it like we used to do back in the day wait till you get in your own home to talk noise about somebody right. nowadays you want to say stuff on social media or in person now people have so many opinions knowing they can't fight. Yeah. <laughs> and then be upset to somebody them smack the hell out of and them. And by the way, those opinions aren't usually even founded because if you say to somebody, well, what do you base that opinion on? They can't tell you. They can't tell you. They're not going to cite five periodicals, a book, and a documentary. Mm. Like, yeah. well, I just heard somebody say that, so it's my opinion. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I left home the last day, I, I left home young because I was just ambitious. Nothing to do with love my mom and dad, but it was just I just wanted to get out there. And my dad was so upset and so emotional that he couldn't he he couldn't see me in person. So he called me on the phone and he said, "Just treat others the way you want to be treated." And it was so so sweet and those that devastated. statement He's that we nice hear man. all the time it's so cliche right because yeah. it's just redundantly told and we don't really think the meaning behind it but if everyone just did that i and that was the only advice he's ever given me mm-hmm. and i followed it yeah. And that's it. And I just think, you know. And I, that's I, why people want to work with you, though. But that's what every too, rock band in the 60s tried to get across. Yeah. Just treat people decently. Can we bring that music you know? back? I know. <laughs> Can we be, bring it back? Well, good times, good feeling, yes. good weed. Exactly. <laughs> like just good exactly. times. Just be a de- it takes way less energy to be a decent person than it does for you to have to actually figure out ways to be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, you know what? I I feel like, too, I say this a lot. I feel like the evil people, because when we learn different languages, the easier words to pick up are the bad words. Right. Yeah. So I do it's feel like too. it is, I feel like good people like us, I do feel like, because it's hard to continuously to have another cheek to turn. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I feel like it the is. evil people are the ones that have it easier. It's easy to be an right. asshole. But I feel like it's harder for us to, especially when you know someone has wronged you, when you know mm. someone is wrong, when you know someone is talking out of the side of their ass, you're like, mm. I really, but does this require me to give my two cents? Yeah. And if I really count to 20, will I care about this after that? Right. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm not, no, I have my moments where I'm challenged and Whoa! I can, can, you know, behind closed doors, I'm talking shit about yeah. that person to myself, but I'm talking yeah. shit. Oh, I'm talking big <laughs> shit, yeah. Oh, I don't beat them up <laughs> with a smile on my face. Oh, you need to be where you are. You ain't funny. No. <laughs> I know, I know. Especially mean people. I, I, let me tell you, I hate a bully and I'm going to use the word hate. I usually try not to use that word a lot, but I despise a bully. I despise someone that, especially, you know, it was so amazing on this last cruise. I met a girl. She was a bride and we were just having fun. And then she walked up to me after the show and she goes, I'm an aspiring comedian. And she said, I've been wanting to get started. And she goes, and I would love to, you know, stay in touch with you. We pull out our phones 
And she was telling me that she had started like before COVID and then she's um, diabetic and so she had to stop. Mm. We pull out our phones and she has a message from way back then where she reached out and said, you know, hey, I want to start doing comedy, da, da, da. And I just gave her all the information. I had no idea who she was. (laughs) And she was like, look, we're friends already. You talked to me. She was like, and this is when I first started. And... Uh, it just it made me think she goes this is so cool and I was like well the thing about it is someone did it to me like sure. mm-hmm. someone I had questions and I'm still gonna have questions oh, I had I have questions for you guys like I want to have need- you know a successful podcast if you want to be successful you get around successful people That's if you right. want to do things the will it it's not hard you ask questions a lot right. of times people get their egos in the way and they're you know yeah. instead they're sitting off from the side and saying yes they're interesting. They got a nice podcast. It's all right. I mean, they got wine and stuff, but it's all right. No, <laughs> have you guys wine. have an yeah, amazing podcast. It's very successful. The Wonderful wine is grapefruit amazing. On the mid palate. Can you teach me how to do it? You know what I'm saying? People, their egos get involved. You got yes. it. You can't be that way. Yes. And, you know, when I started, there were so few comedians, and every headliner was accessible. And I was hanging out every night with guys like. You know, Damon and Keenan Ivory Wayans and Rich nice. Jenny and Paul Mooney and mm-hmm. Wayne Fetterman, like all these already established headliners, and they'd answer your questions just because. Yeah. So I I go out of my way to give that back to younger stand up yeah. when they want to ask. I don't, I'm not like figure it out. Like, yeah. That's how it is now. It's it really is. Like, like very competitive. Close to your and chest people are mean. I was out. told to do it. Someone asked wow. me, I was like, man, someone just asked. I was like, I was talking to another comedian that I knew had the information that this particular comedian was asking for. Right. So I just simply asked him, I was like, hey, what's that information? And he was looking at me like, and when the wow. comedian who wanted the information walked away, he goes, man, I'm not giving that information to everybody. Everybody don't need that. And I'm yeah. like, this is what people don't understand. That's they it. know what they're looking for. If, if I don't get it, I want you to get it. We, if you don't get it, I want it. you to get so it. Yeah. We would sit in a hotel room after a show, right? Mm-hmm. Then we could be at Kalamazoo, Michigan, whatever. After the show, uh, you hang out in the bar, whatever. You go upstairs, you're hanging out with the other comedians. You'd open your book, literally, and trade booker names and phone numbers. Wow. Go ahead, use my name, tell them yeah. that I told you to that. call. Can well, you people that? do it now, but it's within your village and community. Right, right. Within and your... You and I had to... Well, I, I'm not going to lie about that because I started getting burned a little bit because... I am a sharer. I'm a giver. If Me I get too. information, I want everybody to have it. And I started noticing that, you know, in this town, it's reciprocation. Yeah. You do my room, I do your room. You right. do this, yeah. us, you do this. If yeah. you wash my back, I wash your back. You make me feel happy, I make you feel happy. So I started noticing that I wasn't getting that back. Yeah. So I, I wasn't, like, if you ask me, mm-hmm. apparently, you know, I'm going to give you that information. But am I just going to volunteer to cast my net that far out? Right. I've got my circle, the yeah. people that, you know, like... My best friend, you know, that woke up this morning with me at 5 a.m., you know, 4 a.m. to do this audition. You know, those are the, that's a friend. That's a friend. friend. So, you know what I mean? So those are the people that I'm like, hey, this is, so shout out to Tierra. I love you, baby. But uh, (laughs) those are the people that you, um, that you share your information with. Your friends do two things for you. They drive you to the airport and they help you move. That's how you uh, know. Those are our two oh that we don't. Those are the two. If, if you're coming into Burbank, Crystal. There yeah. we go. Burbank, yeah. I got I you all day. Burbank. Our friends know those two things. Right. It has to be an emergency. Okay. Don't call Burbank. me for LAX <laughs> and don't call me to move. Everything else, I will change diapers. I will walk your dog. I will keep your dog for two months. 
I will do all the things, but LAX nah. and moving. Nah. nah, I'll help you. Uh, we'll help pay for some movies, or we'll help find some people. Nah, nah, yeah, right. that, I'll pay for but the damn thing. Yeah, that moving because LA moving is I, different. I, I, I got you in Burbank. All right, so uh, where can our listeners find you? You have everything on your website, all of your show dates and stuff. Yes, and uh, my main um, platform right now is the socials with Crystal P Comedy, but um, my website, Crystal Powell Comedy, will have upcoming shows, and then of course, Great. please guys go to the um, Magic Mike Live Tour dot com yes. to get your tickets. We're starting up May 11th in Frisco in the Stonebriar Mall oh, parking nice. lot. Yeah, Circle A just left there, so I'm excited. And every month, look out for Crystal's Comedy Corner at Ha Ha and mm-hmm. Crystal's Comedy Corners nationwide. We're just taking her wherever uh, yeah. she can go. You have to do both of our shows. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, I cannot wait. We can schedule that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what more do you people want? Crystal, taking the world on. Oh, and the podcast on Tuesday, the Magic Mike podcast every Tuesday, Spotify and Apple. Yeah, so I'm I'm trying to get like you guys, man. I like, I'm so impressed with you guys. I'm huge fans. And you made a comment, Richard, about you know you being able to get to these comics. You as a comedian. Don't downplay the fact that you have the respect of these comedians for them to even want to answer these questions. Like, if a comedian doesn't respect you or your work, they, they eh, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. But for you to be able to have that reach, because we all know reach is everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Connections are everything. And that goes to show who you are as a, as a comedian. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it might have been back in the day. I don't know yeah. how far. But right. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, toot your own horn over there, sir, mm-hmm. because that shows, you know, what your name stands for in this, in this industry. And we mm-hmm. all know that that's what's it about, you know. Yeah. Cool. I pick and choose Concord. the time and place for the tootin', but trust me. Oh, man. <laughs> I, uh, I do a Dang. little tooting. Whoa, really? I'm a truck driver. All day long, does he do it? Oh my god! How many times? Oh, tonight was so When you gonna come out of that little room called the bathroom? All right, all right, we gotta go, man. Thank you so. Will you come back, Crystal? Absolutely, yes. This was so, this so effortless. Yeah. It was just effortless. I right. love when it's this way. Yeah, and we could talk for you know because we didn't get to you know. I mean, we we talked very about everything going on now. And, yeah, but it's layers. when you when you oh, there are a lot of layers that we didn't dip into and I mean what you're gonna what you're taking on now you're gonna have so much more you know I can't wait back and I can't wait to catch up and I I can't wait to come back and fill you guys in and I'm grateful and thank you for your time because I don't take these seats lightly I know you guys can have a million people sitting across from you because you guys have a respect. They're lined up around the block <laughs> right now. They are. They, are. they just, they but they just want the wine. They are yes. Just for the wine. Okay. Yes, I'm taking thank the you. wine, guys. But thank, thank you, you, Crystal Powell. Everyone, follow Crystal Powell. And until the next time, I'm drinking during business hours. Thanks for listening. Bye. The day you die.